If you're loving this podcast, could you please take a moment to leave a review? If you're on Spotify, tap the podcast title at the top to open the show page. Scroll up to about and tap it. Tap the rating count and leave your stars. If you're on Apple Podcasts, tap the podcast title at the top, scroll down completely to ratings and reviews, and then tap write a review. Rate with stars and optional, you can write a comment. Then tap submit. Thank you so much for your support. Now, time for today's episode. Did you know that I listen to every single suggestion and negative feedback I receive about this podcast? No matter how negative or positive it is, I take the time to digest it, comprehend it, and then take action on it. This is not an easy feat. For years growing up, I looked at all forms of negative feedback as rejection. The worst feeling would just wash over me to the point where I wanted to bury my head in the ground. So being open to hearing every single piece of feedback has been a feat in its own. It's been a lifelong journey to be able to get to this point, And frankly, I am still working on it. I'm here today to talk to you about feedback and being open to feedback and being able to separate negative feedback from actual rejection and being able to look at even positive feedback objectively and to understand that no form of feedback has any direct reflection on you as the special, unique human you are. If you can do this, if you can open yourself up to feedback, you will quickly find a road to growth and building your podcast for the better. First, you should know a little about what I do at Brave Moon Podcast. I am a podcast expert and producer, and I help busy creators, small business owners, and wellnesspreneurs launch and build successful podcasts from home. And home is exactly where I am right now, in the little bedroom turned office tucked into the back corner of the apartment I share with my husband and my rescue dog, Riggs. Podcasting from home is 100% achievable. For example, the equipment I'm using today cost me less than $400, and the programs and softwares I use to create, record, edit, and publish my podcast cost me less than $30 a month. Everything you're hearing today is an accumulation of all of the equipment, recording, and editing programs and software I recommend to you to get started podcasting from home. The promotional tools, the graphic design tools, all of these are what I recommend to you. I basically take all of the guesswork and research out of it and set you up for success when starting your own podcast. To learn more about what I do, you can jump on my website and be sure to download my free Start a Podcast Guide, which houses my comprehensive Start a Podcast checklist, plus my top recommendations for audio equipment, podcast host, and recording platforms. In order to download, you'll sign up for my emails, where I send you fast, fun, free updates on the best podcast news and tips in the industry, which you can unsubscribe to at any time. In every episode, I provide a pretty impressive amount of information about products and software programs I recommend using. You will find all of these links to these helpful items in my show notes. So even if I breeze by it in the episode and I don't mention I'll include the link, well, there's a 99% chance you'll find the link in the show notes. So visit those for the information you're looking for. If you're brand new to the podcast and stumbled on this episode first, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for being here. 
If you haven't already, be sure to leave a five-star review so other creators and small business owners can find the podcast too. Okay, it's time to get really vulnerable here. Being open to feedback and rejection. This one is so hard for me. Is it hard for you too? The older I get, the more I realize just how paralyzing it is to receive feedback and take it as rejection to the point that we give up on our dreams. To be honest, rejection and negative feedback has stopped me in my tracks multiple times, particularly in my career. I'd argue that it was when I started my own business that I started letting other people's opinions affect my next action, whether it was to give up or pivot or what have you. But I'd be lying because frankly, I know this about myself and probably from a very young age, I equated negative feedback to rejection, feeling I somehow wasn't good enough or that I wasn't perfect. It paralyzed me, sending me deep into the darkest corners of my mind, wondering if I was capable of, well, anything. I'm not going to say this is fixed in me completely now, but what I've discovered with awareness of this tendency, I can now distance myself from it. I can see the negative feedback train coming and I can choose to get on it and wallow in self-pity and feelings of rejection. Or I can wave to it as it passes by and say to myself, I recognize that their feedback is not about me, but rather about something I've produced. And that's okay. It's not a reflection of who I am as a human. And there is something for me to learn here. I think a lot of people forget that our growth and our ability to better ourselves is a lifelong process. I don't just wake up one day and say, yep, healed, your words can't hurt me. But instead, I can become aware of my triggers and consciously make the choice to adjust my thinking toward the feedback. And I should also say now that I don't necessarily even look at feedback as negative or positive anymore. The truth of the matter is that we all come from different perspectives, different worlds built into the folds of our complex brains. And that means that any feedback you receive from an external source is about them, not you. This allows a special distancing for me that can help let go of the feelings like they rejected me. Because first and foremost, their feedback isn't a rejection. That was my own connection I made in my brain and has nothing to do with the feedback received. And yes, I mentioned positive feedback too, because again, I don't let positive feedback make me feel approval. Instead, I take it subjectively as well. How can this feedback help me produce something differently? Is this feedback that others might also provide to me as well? So when you approach feedback in this way, I think you're ultimately setting yourself up for way more success because you've not attributed feedback toward the value of you as a human being or your place or status on earth. Instead, you're able to hear the feedback objectively and ask yourself, if it should affect change in an objective way. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I received some feedback on the first two episodes of my podcast. First and foremost, I asked for the feedback. 10 years ago, you would have never heard me asking for feedback from anyone. That's a sign of growth, eh? Besides the point, I asked for feedback and it really worked. People really showed up for me and gave me some great feedback. A couple things I heard were, Number one, the quote from episodes one and two were unnecessary and slightly painful even. Number two, that I talked a lot, like a lot, a lot. (laughs) And there was too much information to process. 
First step, I consciously separated the feedback from my own value as a human or the podcast I had created. After all, we only know what we know going in. We are allowed to change. We are allowed to grow. And that's part of being human. Thank goodness. So I had two actions I needed to take for each piece of feedback. First action was to objectively research the findings. I analyzed each piece of feedback. I looked at the numbers, insights from my listener retention rate. I reached out to a couple more listeners I knew were turning in. And I also asked myself, if I were a podcaster, what would I want to hear? From there, I had one more action to make for each piece of feedback. I had to decide where I would reject the feedback and action it by responding back to the feedbacker with gratitude and a solid explanation for why I would keep the podcast as it is, or accept it and action it by not only responding back to the feedbacker with a thanks, but also actually doing the thing and changing the podcast. And so, after review and contemplation, I ultimately decided that I would adjust my plan for this podcast accordingly. No more quotes as of episode three and on, and I am keeping my podcast to 10 to 15 minutes maximum. This new length is still long enough for you to receive really valuable information about podcasting from home, but also short enough to help you absorb the information without getting info overwhelm. If you absolutely hated either of these decisions, then by all means, be sure to DM me on Instagram and we can laugh about it. So here's my five direct hacks you can run away with today that will help to accept and take on feedback. Hack number one. The first step to accepting feedback is to ask for it. This shows that you are open to learning and growing. You can ask for feedback from your listeners directly, colleagues, clients, or even friends and family. And when you do ask for it, be sure to prepare. What is it that you want to get out of learning from their feedback? You can even prompt the feedback by saying, for example, what do you think of my outro? Should I include anything else? Prompting the feedback will ensure that you're getting the feedback that you desire in return. Hack number two. When you receive feedback, it's important to listen actively. This means paying attention to what the person is saying, asking clarifying questions, and avoiding interrupting. It is also important to be open to hearing both positive and negative feedback. Hack number three. Once you have received feedback, take some time to process it. This may mean thinking about it on your own, talking to a trusted friend or colleague, or journaling about it. It also means doing some market research to make sure that the feedback is valid for your business and podcast. Remember that everyone is coming from their own world perspective, so you don't have to take on every piece of feedback as your truth. Hack number four. Feedback is often an opportunity to learn and grow. Be open to making changes based on the feedback you receive. This may mean changing your work habits, your communication style, or even your way of thinking. Hack number five, be sure to thank the person for taking the time to give you feedback. This shows that you appreciate their input and that you are serious about using it to improve. And speaking of which, this podcast, this episode, is a two-way conversation. If you do have any feedback, I would so love to hear from you. I'm available via DM on Instagram, and I can't wait to chat with you. Topics to cover could include podcasting from home, owning your own business, my dog rigs, or how great tacos are. Thanks so much for tuning in to the shorter episode of Start a Podcast from Home. See you back here every other Thursday. Happy podcasting. Happy podcasting.